Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. All righty, welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 72. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All right, all right. Let's get right on into this. What is in our cup this week, Jess? All right. We have something called Secco. Mm -hmm. Not Prosecco, just Secco? Just Just Secco. Um, And I picked this up at my local Trader Joe's uh, for only about $4.99, $5.50 a bottle. Um, So this is Secco, and it has cute little bubbles on the bottle. Um, and it's called, the sub name, I guess, is Vino Frizzante, Prodotto da Vino Italiano. Yep, let's read the back. Let's read the back. That's my favorite part of any bottle. That's right, besides drinking it. Um, Secco is a fun, lively, and delicious, slightly sparkling wine. So not all the way, just slightly. Um, <laughs> we selected choice grapes from Italian wine growers known for their outstanding work in the vineyards and created this blend that showcases exotic fruits, bright acidity, and delightful bubbles. Enjoy it well-chilled as an aperitif with light dishes or desserts, or add a splash of fruity juice for a fun cocktail. All right. go. Well, what do y'all think of it? I think that it's a, uh, it's probably more of a sparkling wine to mix. It is a good sparkling wine. It's definitely a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easy to drink. Yeah, it's really easy. Yeah. It'd so, be great, like, value-wise and taste-wise for, like, a big party for mimosas or, mm-hmm. you know, the, that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's good. Actually, we just froze some um, apple cider. We just mm-hmm. froze it into an ice cube tray. Um, so, like, I would actually maybe blend that up in the blender and maybe add that with this and, like, Yum. make a little slush. Ooh, that sounds like it would be delicious. Yes. This would be perfect for something like that. Now, would we call this one of our lovely bubblies? I don't think so, just because um, we, you know, we're talking about it'd probably be good to, for a mixer. Mm-hmm. So, maybe not. Yeah, but, maybe for, not. but for price-wise, like, yeah. this is one of those, I went to Trader Joe's. Everything there is at a really decent price point, and I just read the name, looked at it, and I said, "Yeah, I'll take this for like five dollars." Hell yeah. yeah! If you are on the uh, the side of liking something a little bit sweeter, I think I would actually say this is a lovely bubbly for those kind of yeah listeners, those kind yeah. of drinkers, just because mm-hmm. this price point again, the smoothness—it's not something that's immediately making you like pucker or oh yeah, you know, it does have a little tart sweetness to it but i like that it's like a green apple yeah that's Mm -hmm. what i thought it has like a tart aftertaste interestingly enough this bottle says that this is dry i would not call i don't know if i call this dry it's probably a really great beginner bottle for Mm -hmm. our um you know sweet wine drinkers to try a drop of seco yes that's that's a good way to put this that's that's it that's very good yeah all righty well it's time for the champagne shout-out. Who's got a shout-out this uh, week? I do. Um, I want to shout-out to my husband, Will. Uh, he's been really busy at work. He just took on some new um, new uh, duties, I guess, at work. So he's said duty. Been, duty. 
Um, so he's been really extra busy. Um, but I spent like a month uh, working on a Halloween advent calendar. I don't know. Uh, I posted pictures of it on my personal Instagram at Hockey Tonk Bell if you want to go take a look. Um, but like it's one of those from Michael's where you like it's wooden and it has all these little drawers. And I like use scrapbook paper and like gel pen and paint and like literally took a month to decorate it. Nice. Um, but like I didn't. I finished it like at the end of September and realized it was October 1st the next day and I didn't have anything to put in it. Um, so that's how it was for like a week and a half. And then I ran some errands uh, this past weekend and I came home and my husband was like, by the way, you can now use your advent calendar. Um, so he, I mean, it's just like candy in different days, um, but it was still really nice. It's yeah. like he... So I can now use my Halloween advent calendar that I spent so long working on. So shout out to him that he. Okay. So for for some reason, when you said he is the one who like filled it, I just assumed it would be like condoms or sex toys. No, he did. (laughs) Of course you thought that. Of course you thought that. Um, He did actually want to put in little mini bottles of liquor, but the drawers were too small. So he went with candy. Okay. Well, okay. He could do campy, uh, campy candy that is complimentary to different drinks, though. He could, but uh, he, <laughs> but it's just nice. That it's he did just that. nice that he thought about it and did that. That's an idea for next year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're taking notes, Will. That's yes. right. So our second champagne shout out is to Second Sound Productions and producer Marshall, but more importantly, producer Trina. Mm-hmm. We have a new glowy thing, y'all. Yes, <laughs> that's right. We have a roadcaster, and it is. Awesome. Uh, if you're like into like doing the production side of podcast, you mm-hmm. probably know what that means. Yeah. Um, Jess and I just think it's really pretty yeah. and it has sound effects. Yay. Yes. The uh, the sound effects are pretty awesome. We've already used a little bit of something. You're probably going to notice that a little bit more throughout this episode that we're, we're, we're playing with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a great new tool and I'm super, super excited for it. So yeah. thanks to producer Marshall for getting it for us and helping set it up and um yeah thanks to me for running this ish uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, run the world girls that's right <laughs> <laughs> see all the sound effects <laughs> all right all right well it's that time of year our favorite sacred time of year yep our mm-hmm. high holy season and with that though, it's 2022. God, so fuck we have 2020. That's right. Boo. That's the right. one year Halloween's on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with and a full moon. Is there a full moon? Yes. And werewolves like are destined. There's an omen for this year for like werewolves and zombies to come out. I know a virgin's gonna light the candle. Yep. Yeah. I, well, so as much as like we're sitting here going, well. Damn it, of course that's happening during 2020. Like it's gonna and the year that we can't really like take advantage and do all this stuff. But at the same time, when you think about how much of a dumpster fire the year has been, maybe that's a sign <laughs> that this is going to be like all hell is actually going to break loose and we should be weary. <laughs> eh. mm-hmm. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised at this point. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at, at all. I mean, we had murder hornets at one point, and I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if all hell breaks loose on October 31st, 
spot. I would be like, come on. It's, it can only get worse in the next few days. So come on. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I feel like that would just be a sign that, oh, well, we're not going to like November then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we were, we did want to think about some safe ways for everyone to celebrate Halloween, whether you're, um, you have kids or you don't, and you just like to celebrate as an adult. So we do have some ideas for keeping you safe. Mm-hmm. That's right. So first up, uh, Lindsay's like done all the homework on this. So there's there's trick-or-treating, which I know they've been talking about that on the news a bunch lately. Is like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Um, are there safe ways to do that? Because, I mean, surely by now you've realized you should only be giving out individually wrapped candies anyway. Right. <laughs> but there's yeah. still the fact that people's hands are all over those wrappers and you're just tossing them all in a bucket together. Can you sanitize those before they're opened or you know all of those kind of things that you have to think about but um you know otherwise people are also thinking about like not doing handfuls of candy at at a time so what are some creative ideas that you've got Lindsay? yeah so i've got some but i mean it still doesn't fix somebody touching the candy before your kid gets it right so like that's the complicated part but i guess if there's time that goes by or you bring a sanitizer bottle i don't know But anyway, here's some um, cute ideas, at least where you don't have hand-to-hand contact. Mm -hmm. So you can do a graveyard in your front yard, like with the skeletons and the tombstones, and like hide candy in it. So you can Mm -hmm. send kids one at a time into the graveyard to get some candy. So like that's an option. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reverse trick-or-treating, which the kids will stand in their own yard and then you can drop by and throw candy at them. <laughs> I, I feel like that's kind of like a parade in a way. That's uh, it's kind a of reverse. Neat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like this because you can like really hurt a kid. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe like you can re- throw really hard if it's like teenagers who clearly shouldn't be right. treating anymore. <laughs> but like, so if somebody's throwing the candy at the kids, like they're not going hand to hand, but they're still touching the candy that was just touched. So I don't know how much. Yeah. safer that will be this one i think is fun especially like if you look up pictures the glow in the dark egg hunt so oh. obviously like eggs are typically easter but if you do the glow in the dark ones and put candy inside them um you know and glow sticks around the yard and do it all at night it's kind of spooky and fun and safe for the kids that mm-hmm. sounds fun yeah and then this one's a really popular one it, it, it reminds me of the trunk or treat that a lot of people do but mm-hmm. it's it's a dr- trick-or-treat driveway table. So everybody in your neighborhood would put up a table, decorate it with a different theme, and then they would have like little cups filled with individually wrapped candies and people, the little kids could just grab a cup and go. Mm. Well, and see, I love that idea. And even like the idea of like the the candy graveyard or the egg hunt, because uh, if you're being a responsible adult giving out candy... Uh, you you have an option then to like wear gloves and then like mm-hmm. place the candies individually into those eggs or hide them in the yard in those places where it's not a bunch of hands going in a bucket over and over again because it's more or less it's the kids all putting their hands mm-hmm. in those buckets not necessarily you putting in and handing that out yeah. to them um and same thing with like the like if if people were responsible about that or even like taking tongs and like putting them in the cups individually for yeah. the kids in their neighborhoods there's ways to get around touching things sure. if if you kind of had an idea in advance right. yeah so right. i mean i think that's kind of neat especially the idea for the 
trick-or-treat driveway, if you're in a neighborhood that has like an HOA, if they would set up something that's more organized, yeah. I feel like that would be a neat way to go about that. Yep. What do you guys, what about like adults? Like what are some ideas that adults can do to like party this year or at least like celebrate, you know, spooky season? Well, um, there's the uh, drive through haunted houses. Yes. Which, uh, I mean, have you seen anything about this? I've, I've read a little bit on on those. I've seen about one um, in California. Like, I mean, that's far away from us, but I read about one that did that there. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and, and you can always look up and see if there's any outdoor events mm-hmm. too. Like, um, last year I went to something that was like, uh, I, I want to say it was like... Ja- uh, jack-o'-lantern like halloween thing or jackoween and it was like uh they had these pumpkin carvings and these fields with pumpkins and lights but it was outdoors that was at the hermitage mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah and so you could go out there and you could see it, oh it was like a, a pumpkin glow i think is what it was actually yeah, yeah, called yeah and it was amazing to go out there and just look at all of that stuff and uh it, it was kind of eerie at nighttime and it was cold so we had our hot cocoa as we walked mm. around and it was a fun experience. So if you can find something like that in your area, there's actually like fun things like that that you can still do. Now, I don't know if a lot of those companies aren't putting on those events this year, but look it up. Yeah. And there, I just looked in Tennessee. It doesn't look like there's any drive through haunted houses, but a lot of like the haunted houses that you go through are open. Now, I don't know what safety precautions they take. I assume they're only going to let like parties the same party going at once so that yeah. could really up the creepy factor a lot i i did so i read a little bit about this so they are only letting your party go in and if that's just you that's just you um you have to sign up you have to like sign up for an assigned time so much like a movie theater that you do an assigned seat you sign up for an assigned time um so they're only having certain amount of slots per night um, and they send people in every, like, you know, they have, like, a, well, it's pretty much, like, the assigned time. But I think it's, like, you know, every 10 but, minutes or, you know, something like that. So, literally, if it's just you and your party, it's just you in the entire haunted house for a yeah. certain amount of time. So, that yeah. could be terrifying. And my husband and Will and I were talking. We're, like, why don't they do that? Every year because that would I was like I would pay more money for that because that would be terrifying in oh, the yeah. extreme. I guess it's more like the uh, there's going to be longer wait times for sure um, and probably less people going like if you've we went to we tried going to a, a pumpkin patch recently and when we called them um, they were like oh we've already sold out for the day like you you can't even buy tickets online you can't show up at the gate and hope that as people leave we'll let you in because they had a maximum number of people that could come in for the day and once they hit that they were like nope we're done oh so like everything you just kind of have to plan ahead if you're going to do haunted houses this year look Mm -hmm. them up see if they're selling tickets in advance see if they're selecting times Mm -hmm. or when you can go through and um you know, think about that, especially if you want if you don't want to be in there by yourself, maybe make sure you do have a group and make sure they don't have a group size limit like six people mm-hmm. or or something. But that would be a lot of fun. And you're right. It would be so much creepier. Oh, yeah. I would probably pay more for that kind of experience than because I mean, think about it. You're like you're not gonna run into the group that went in ahead of you. No. Like you're probably gonna be the only people in that house, you know, or oh, like yeah. 
<laughs> There's area. a lot of space yeah. between groups. That's that's pretty awesome. Well, and I don't know about you guys, but every time I go to a haunted house, they put random people with me, and it's always like the shriekers. Mm-hmm. Oh like, gosh, yeah, you know, and the ones that will run into you. I d- dislike the groups that it's like if you end up with like a group and I don't want to just pick on the teens, but they kind of are <laughs> or like the young 20s. But if you have that one guy or that one girl who's kind of like showing off, it too oh, is like being too masculine or it's the opposite and like being like too. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. And yeah. they can ruin it for you so quickly yeah. where it's like by the time you get out, you're just like, oh, wow, I really wish someone had beat that person over the head. <laughs> Jason, Jason, get your chainsaw. Come back. <laughs> Where's that zombie? I've got a snack for you. Um, <laughs> hey, remember that time that Lindsay uh, uh, literally had, popped in my head? <laughs> had a, a pet zombie yeah. <laughs> after one of our haunted houses? Couldn't do that anymore. No, no. probably not. That He's already dead. That dude stayed in character so well. So like, I'm still so impressed with so that. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we went to a haunted house a couple years ago. And as you know, my husband will not go. So I was with Jess and Trina and I think Marshall can't remember who all was with us but um we did stand in line for this haunted house and it was kind of just standing around waiting it was in an old movie theater and outside the haunted house they have characters um that try to scare you and so there was a zombie and so i just like just held him by his chain and walked him like a dog he was like my little pet it was like your little pet yeah. that one was also pretty cool because it was in like an old movie theater yeah, yeah. so yeah. i love like those kind of like old buildings yes. and they do that kind of stuff especially because yep. you walked in it was like kind of a weird lounge yep yeah so anyways back to that the whole drive through haunted house concept I'm kind of curious about that like I don't think obviously there's not any around us but I really don't know how much of a a scare you'd get from that because they can't touch your car for liability reasons they can't touch you they kind of just like jump out or do things in the road in front of you so I really am kind of curious about the credibility of that but yeah. it could be a cool experience it could be like a hayride but again you're not in the open air so i i would also not want to be the driver oh yeah because uh first of all i feel like you don't get as great an experience and second of all i would be anxious the entire time that i would accidentally hit someone i wonder if they have like a rule like you have to keep your windows down and stuff like because otherwise i'm like what what kind of experience are you getting <laughs> and and you have to like go at a certain speed i'm sure Oh, yeah. I'd I, I say that that would have to be something like that because. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? 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 It looks like, okay, the, this is the world's first drive through haunted houses open. Um, and we just need to go to Japan. Japan? Japan. Yeah. The horrific, it says the first, world's first drive-in haunted house. Uh, $75 per car. Oh, my God. Or you can rent one of their cars. What's, their, what's, what's the difference? What's the price on theirs? Does it drive itself? I don't know. Or do you get like a driver? I because don't. if you got a driver, that might be worth it. Like yeah. this was in the, the uh, Knoxville paper. So like when I looked, I was like, oh, it's in Knoxville. But it is not. <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> it is in Japan. Way to trick us, Knoxville. Well, we can't uh, get yeah. to Japan. I don't even think Japan lets us in right now. I so. wouldn't either, Japan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm still going with it's like a kind of a weird concept because I just wonder, especially $75 a car. That's expensive. I mean, I get that you're trying to get the cost of like, everyone's going to shove as many people in their car as they can, but, you know, I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you're in Japan, that might be something to look into. Now, if they could come up with a 
kind of like that that uh, zombie hayride we went on where we yeah. shot zombies with paintball guns. If we could do that from a car, yeah, I'd be all for that. You know, as long as they're sanitizing the little paintball guns because I don't want to bring my own or pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> or paid buy one. I mean, I mean, obviously I paid to rent one, but um, that would be more fun. Yeah, but. I wonder if that's happening this year just because at least like hay rides and things like that, if they are taking again, kind of like the, the same precautions that you'd have if uh, people were doing haunted houses, if they're staggering people, cause it's a limited number of people on there, they could space people out in between like the paintball guns. Yeah. But if they, as long as they just sanitized everything that could still be open. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, other things, um, there have been obviously a lot of drive in movies that have popped up Everywhere. 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 Churches, Walmarts, and then, you know, the drop-in uh, drop theaters that have been so popular before. And a lot of them are doing the Halloween-themed movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that um, have been featuring Hocus Pocus oh, this, yeah. Oh, yeah. this month, which is funny because I actually saw where that, like, what is it, 20 years old, that movie now? Oh, it's more than more that. More than that? It was 90. It's 92. I bet it's 30. Okay. I think the, it's 92. It... Like made it into the ranking of like the top box office like movies this month, I guess. Yeah. Well, because it's playing at the actual movie theater as well. If if some of them are still open and you want to go to that, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I saw that on the news the other day, and I was just like, wow. So apparently, n- nostalgic movies are like it this Hell year. Yeah. It's what's are. getting people out because you know? well, because nobody wants to release their actual movie that they created. Yeah. Um, they tried to do that with um, uh, what's his face's weird movie. Oh, Jay went and saw whatever that was. Yeah, I don't know what uh, the Batman guy. The yes. Inception guy. Yes. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Um, Batman Inception guy. Uh, I'm like Christopher Wait. Nolan. <laughs> Christopher <Okay>. Nolan. <laughs> I'm like, we gotta get a movie title here, guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, and like it just didn't work, and so they delayed James Bond. Um. And so they're really just throwing nostalgia at the box office, and that's what people are saying. Tenant. Tenant. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I get that. The, I I understand why they're postponing releasing some of these movies because that affects like award season affects a lot of things like this is just going to be a skewed year and nobody wants to go to the movie theater and nobody wants to go to the movie theater so like uh, yeah but it does suck for a lot of movie fans and then also the people who work at movie theaters right now Yeah, yeah so at least like these nostalgic things are kind of getting people back out there in a little bit, you yeah. know, and and the drive-through. Like, um, I would love. Uh, I know our local drive-through is showing. Um, I think on Halloween or uh, Halloween weekend, they're doing like Hocus Pocus and the Nightmare Before Christmas, which is totally my jam. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, they don't pre-sell tickets, and so I cannot imagine the mad, crazy rush. Oh gosh, at yeah, the box office. I feel like we'd have to get out there at like. Uh, yeah as soon as it opens i think they open there's like around like four or five i feel like you'd be sitting out there until eight o'clock when it actually like yeah starts the movie yeah Yeah. they're probably banking on that though because then you can also like get like buy from their concession stand too Mm -hmm. yeah if it's open (laughs) yeah i assume it is i don't know why they wouldn't at this point right (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean that's still a fun option just check out your local drive-in movie theater um, or if there's been any pop-up ones because for yeah. special occasions like Halloween you're mm-hmm. more likely to see this pop up I think we're gonna do our own pop-up Halloween movie on Halloween like put something like probably kid-friendly on for if we do have trick-or-treaters like when they come by it's like really spooky and stuff like that like have it on the garage the projector screen or mm-hmm. something 
So if you guys aren't doing anything, just come on by. All right. Well, there you go. We can uh, throw candy at kids' heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, we thought about having um, doing this thing that uh, when I when we grew up in the Philippines when I was younger, like they they did this thing for like birthday parties and stuff where. Um, have you ever seen like those like plastic like lattice things that you can get for your yeah. garden and vines go up? Well, they would take like a square section of that and tie up the four corners in um in like it'll just kind of create a teepee with rope and then hang it over a tree branch. Well, from the lattice, so that would make the the lattice lay flat, yeah, and hang flat. Okay, but so they lift it above the kids' heads and they'd hang from each square these bags of candy and or prizes or toys or whatever and they'd be attached to it somehow so kids would literally like the parent would probably be like yanking the rope off to the side and the kids would just be jumping until they could get the candy um so we thought about doing something like that because that would be kind of fun um and if you spaced it out enough like someone could like aim for one bag at a time yeah and then the fun part of it it would be similar to like a pinata where you yank on the rope and it pulls it up and then they can't reach it and then you do that a couple of times uh, before yeah. they finally like grab it yeah so um like it was a fun game when i was a kid now looking back on it i think it was just like a way for parents to like torment kids oh, yes but 100 <laughs> so naturally i kind of want to do it now but <laughs> But still, that, um, that's another fun idea. I've also seen on the news where um, they've given some ideas about like making like a candy shoot if you have stairs mm-hmm. so that you can like individually like drop candy down into someone's bucket or bag oh, yep, nice. without, um, you know, so there's some just other trick or treating ideas yeah. that you can do that don't involve just setting out a candy bowl so that you don't have to interact with people because then you're still just setting out something that's full of germs. Yeah. Right. Um, or so that you don't have to stand out there, <laughs> you know. And be too close contact with them. Yeah, people yeah. have also been making, um, uh, I guess, taking like a rubber glove, like a, a cleaning glove, Ooh. stuffing it and attaching it to a pole or a stick, so that they can use it as this like big creepy hand to like hand oh, out candy yeah. to people too. Oh my god! I saw that on the news as well, and I was like, "That's awesome!" Like, I think it's yeah. great that people are trying to be inventive uh-huh. and also stick with the theme of the holiday. Yes. Yeah. Have you also seen there's virtual Halloween escape rooms? No. No. Yeah. So like everyone knows what an escape room is. Like you get locked into a room with several people, and you've got to like get these clues and figure them out and try to escape within an hour. So they have virtual ones on the computer and they're like all kinds of different prices. And, um, you know, if you can play with multiple people, it's different places. Martha Stewart has like a a really good list of them. So just go to MarthaStewart.com and look for virtual escape room Halloween. And um, that will show you a list if that's something that interests you. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. That seems pretty cool. Um, So... I see costume parade is on our list. Yep. For like in neighborhoods, which I think is a great idea for like little kids and stuff. So it is like because some parents have went crazy and bought their kids like 10 costumes. Um, would one of those parents be at this table? It, they would. And then I asked my daughter what she wanted to be for Halloween. And her answer was not one of the 10 things I already bought. Her. What you asked her after you bought them? Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I didn't you know. She's like two and a half. I didn't know if she really was going to have a. A preference. I was about to say, has she seen any of the other ones? Yeah, like there's a Peppa costume. There's a Swan Lake costume. Um, Mermaid. There is a Tinkerbell costume. There's a Puppy Dog costume. I have a Jessie from Toy Story costume. Like I have a bunch of different costumes. 
But what does she want to be? A Borno pumpkin. A what? <laughs> a pumpkin. pumpkin. She wants to be a pumpkin. Oh, yeah, that's right. <sighs> and every, I'm like thinking she, because for a minute she wanted to be a mermaid, which is perfect because I have a perfect mermaid costume. Um, no, she wants to be a pumpkin. How'd that idea happen? I have no idea. No idea. Well, you can at least make her be a really cute pumpkin. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure my first Halloween, well, granted, I was born in September. So, like, my first Halloween, I probably wasn't doing anything. My second Halloween, which was right after I turned one, um, there are pictures of me dressed as a witch. But my costume was just a black trash bag. <laughs> and I had a witch bag on. Nah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so, you know... At least, at least you're, you're a step above that. So she can look back on this one day and be like, well, you know, at least I wasn't a trash witch. <laughs> uh, a trash witch. Well, I have another story. <clears throat> I was in elementary or middle school and we just didn't have enough money for a costume that year. And so I had a gray sweatsuit and I um, got my coloring book and cut out like different things and colored them um, and cut them out and tied them to a string and like taped them to my to my gray sweatsuit and then I spun around and I was a tornado. Oh, that's great. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I think uh, the, the one time when I lived in South Dakota and I was uh, up there for Halloween, I wasn't prepared for how cold it would be in October. So I had like this whole, I think it was like an angel costume or something and I lasted like maybe one street in the neighborhood before was I was that one just of those like slutty costumes no it's definitely like sixth grade <laughs> well that, so not at all oh <laughs> these days God. it would be. I actually think it was like a greek style dress but so I probably should have gone like a something greek themed but I was just like no 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 I'm gonna be an angel <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> what can I make with this and so I kind of like pieced together a costume made it one street before I turned around went home and told my dad like I was freezing so he did the sweetest thing and he basically like gave me his leather motorcycle jacket that was way too big for me and I think we put some like fake blood on my face and I put on like you know pants and a Harley shirt from him and I went as like a a, a like zombie motorcycle person oh or someone in a motorcycle accident. And oh I went to the God. same houses because I had completely changed costumes. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to go up the same street. If you go to the match work, then yes, you get to go. Yeah, you get to, you get yes. to switch. I mean, it was a pretty good for like an impromptu like costume change. So I was way too cold. You <laughs> laughed at me when I asked if it was slutty, but I swear to God, these fucking girls these days like i had a swear to god a sixth grader come up to my door once and she had like her shirt tied up like right under her boobs if she had any because she was in fucking sixth grade um and she's like happy halloween i'm a slut and i'm like what what the holy fuck she actually said that yes Oh my God. I, I mean, for a second there, I was going to be like, okay, well maybe her parents can't afford something. So her mom like pulled through her like old costume collection from college and was like, let's make this work. Yeah. But like, she but literally no, she said, said that. that. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I, I mean, not in sixth grade, but like my things were so mild when I was younger. One time I was like a, I had on a blue sweatshirt and a like full slip and I painted my face blue and I put a handkerchief and I was a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I was that every day of band throughout junior high school. So we've already talked about that on this oh. show. <laughs> yeah, I wore uh, in high school, I wouldn't like best costume. I had this hag mask and I wore like this oversized sweater and this big flowy skirt. You know, in college, those were my slutty Halloween days after <laughs> yeah. college. But no, I had like one uh, like throw away Halloween where I think I put on one of those like store-bought costumes where I was like, oh, I'm a sexy flight attendant. Um, 
And I don't even think it was mine. I think I like borrowed it from one of our friends <laughs> because I was just like, I need something this year and I have nothing. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like I've always enjoyed the years that I've just like made something or put something together and like had some creativity or something scary. Oh, yeah. Still oh, to yeah. this day, one of my favorite ones is the year that we all went out for like Halloween to like one of your friends house for a party and you mm. had this like peel off mask oh. thing on your face. Yeah. And uh, Jess had this like lace thing over hers, and I was a creepy broken doll. Yeah, that was like my favorite. Yeah, costume that was year. so fun. Yeah, we mm-hmm. kind of made those that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like it was a good year. It was. We looked it awesome. Was. We did. Um, but oh, but so when I saw the virtual Halloween thing, uh, uh virtual, not virtual. Sorry, the costume parade. It reminded me of being at work when I worked for a bigger company where every year for Halloween, we do a costume parade. Ooh. And I'm just really curious this year, how many companies are going to do something where they maybe encourage people to do dress up, but like through their zoom meetings. So it's like, it's probably like this thing for some people who are going to be like, do I, or do I not? Because am I going to be the only person in full costume in the next zoom meeting? You know, (laughs) like, yeah. What just if you, from the waist up? I mean, just, but it would be kind of fun actually to do, to encourage that and then go the entire day sitting at home yeah. on Zoom meetings and have like a virtual screen of like all these characters. Yeah. I have to ask Will. So he usually has like a Friday happy hour um, via Zoom, mm-hmm. which is because his company's awesome. Um, so I will have to ask him if he plans on doing anything dress up wise yeah i said so the last time that uh halloween was on a saturday it was the the year that i actually quit my job that i my first big job in the music industry after i i gotten out of school i'd worked for them for eight years and i dressed up every year for halloween when we did our parade Mm -hmm. and so my last day was on friday the day before halloween Mm -hmm. so I was like, well, do I dress up for my last day? Uh, yes. Yes. And I did. Good. So I, I loved my boss there. He was so great. But he <laughs> he said one of the best things that's always stuck with me. And he said during our exit interview, because I didn't think about the fact that I'd have to do two of those that day, <laughs> one with him and then one with HR, both of which I was dressed as a unicorn. Yes. And I had a full rainbow unicorn wig on with the horn and like this white blast on and I had a well, tail and everything <laughs> and he just said to me he goes well this is really fitting because you're like a unicorn that can't be replaced and I was Aww. like oh <laughs> but so that's why it's like I I it to me it's like if I was working a job where we were doing that I probably would be that one strange lone person who's still gonna dress up yep full blown while sitting at home because you just should. You gotta. <laughs> yes. You gotta. So, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, well, any other ideas yet? No, I think that, you know, does it. There's a lot of great ideas out there. You know, definitely Google, definitely see what your neighborhood, what your town is doing. There's a lot of trunk or treats, you know, make sure those are gonna be safe for you and your kiddos and just, you know, be smart about it. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. So. <laughs> We've we've got some weird things that have kind of been happening recently. Yeah. So Jess doesn't really know any of this except weird things are happening. We wanted to tell her on the podcast. Yeah, I'm in the dark. So last episode, we introduced everyone to our other new podcast yes. that's called 
boo, I scared you. Yes. And naturally, it's a scary story podcast. Right. So you guys, uh, if you haven't checked it out yes, yet, go listen. It's awesome. Um, we've got uh, six stories out right now, but by this next, uh, we'll have a few more out this weekend. Yes. Yes. And um, if you want to know more like about what's going on with this spookiness, like in really great detail, definitely listen on Friday. But we're going to kind of just tell you what's going on. So, because I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, I've never really had anything like paranormal, paranormal or unexplainable happen to me, and I don't really think Trina has either. Not really. I mean, I've I've had like weird feelings or like yeah. right because we talked about this some last week, right? right. On yeah, last episode. And I've had like maybe like a thing or two where like I've gone to like a scary haunted house, like, especially when we were in um Savannah one time where I was forced down into a basement by myself with Marshall and like a recorder. And it was creepy at the time, but we didn't really hear anything. But later on, we listened to the recording and there was extra footsteps with us. So that's the only time I've like really kind of experienced something that made me go like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if starting this new podcast and really like talking to people has opened us up to some of these supernatural and unexplainable things or if our imagination has just gone a little crazy. It's just, I'm, 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 I think I'm cautiously leaning on the side of that. We are maybe just paranoid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very paranoid. (laughs) So, uh, Jess, so one of the first things that happened and you already know about this, um, right after I started like collecting the stories, like interviewing people, that's when Rory had a monster in her closet. Right. Right. And the monster is red. Yeah. And then she locked me in the closet and sat on the other side laughing because she's a jerk. Yeah. Okay. So that was like the first thing. And that was like, what, like a month or two months ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that monster is still there. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And got that. Yep. Yeah. So the second thing was we were recording here one night and um, Trina and I record usually like in the evenings because we both have kids. And so it's usually really like not really late, but like nine ten when I leave here and it's always dark. And um, the studio has like a very dark alleyway behind it and not a lot of lights and I have to go really slow because my foot. And I start walking and I'm by myself and I hear a very faint, like the Mike, Michael Myers song what the song song from like halloween yeah (laughs) but when i got there that day i was like okay maybe trina just set up a speaker because she just put her decorations out that day Mm -hmm. you know which is actually something we do on halloween but usually only on halloween but it was really faint so i'm like if she had this maybe she would have it up maybe it's a neighbor um you know there's just maybe it was some you know so whatever i get in my car and i drive home and i am just constantly looking at my rearview mirror and like my back seat. And I'm, of course, I'm listening to a spooky podcast. So, cause that's just what I do. So mm-hmm. I kind of really freaked myself out. So then another night, um, we got a new puppy and I'll talk more about that later, but I had to take him out. It was around nine. I live on a, like in a suburb. It's pretty busy street, um, busy neighborhood, but like in front of me are more houses, but behind them is like a goat farm for grazing goats. And then there's a neighborhood behind that. I take the dog out and I hear screams, but like not human, like animal, like they're being tortured screams and it's constant and it's loud. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
And I like listen to it because I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. Like if there's like a, I don't know, a herd of animals being slaughtered, <laughs> like, you know, in the city limits. So I go in and I'm like, Jay, come here, come here. As soon as he walks across the door, it completely stops, like completely stops. And he sits there. We sit out there for like 10 minutes, nothing. And so he pulls up our ring camera and he watches the video three times. One of the three times he hears some screams is really weird. So then I text Trina and I'm like, hey, has anything weird happened to you? She immediately calls me. Yeah. And I explained to her what happened and then I will let her tell you her story. So <laughs> I was curious about it because so that day, I think it was actually that day or it was the day before the I was here at home by myself and it was during the daytime, like normal uh, daylight and everything. Um, Marshall usually comes straight home from the studio when he's done with his show. And so I was like, okay, I thought he was on his way home. Um, I knew he had stopped to get like an oil change, but he called me like an hour before and was like, oh, it's only going to be 30 minutes. So he should have been home anytime then. Um, I was upstairs with the baby and the, uh, I, I hear the door shut downstairs and I kind of went like, Hey Marshall. And I heard nothing. I was kind of like, okay, well that's weird. So then I was like, well, maybe he's carrying stuff in or he's got headphones in. Cause sometimes when he's on a phone call, um, it, it, cause he gets a group meeting call sometimes he'll just leave his headphones in or his earbuds and he's not like paying attention. So I texted him real quick. I'm like, Hey, you home? And he didn't answer. And I thought I heard the noise coming over towards like the stairs, like someone was coming upstairs. Um, so I called him real quick and I was just like, Hey, I was like, are you home yet? Uh, are you still getting your oil changed? He's like, no, I'm still waiting on them to finish up. It's taking forever. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. As I like <laughs> walked over to the door on the phone with him, I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And I slammed the door shut to the basement and lock it. And he was like, why? What's up? You sound weird. And I was just like, I, I was like, I just texted you a few minutes ago. I was like, I legit thought you were home because I'm pretty sure I heard the door shut to the basement. And I thought I heard someone like our stairs creak. So I thought I heard someone coming upstairs and he was just like, no, definitely not there. <laughs> now granted it, it's an older house. And that's not the first time that that's happened where I've thought I heard the door yeah. shut or something. Our cats run up and downstairs sometimes now. So, you know, it could have been any of them making a noise or doing something, but I was just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Nonchalantly walked over and just shut it and locked it. Yes. Didn't hear anything else. It was fine. Marshall came home he went and walked through the whole place. He's like, nope, perfectly fine. Door's shut. Door's locked. Like, yeah, it's fine. So, so yeah, maybe it's our imagination. Maybe not. Um, I, you know, I've been doing these interviews like um, via like video because of COVID. Last night, I went to my first haunted house, like, and had an interview in person with somebody whose house, they've had weird things happen in their house. Next week, I'm going to a family member's house who definitely has a poltergeist and they've not been able to sleep overnight in over a year. Is it bad that I want to come with you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that I'm like, no, just send me the audio files. I'll edit later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, so my great aunt Betty, she's my grandmother's youngest sister and she's the only one left li living out of their siblings. And her husband died a couple years ago. And at first she thought it was her husband, but then it started doing like, she just kind of felt like a sinister feel. So she will be there all day. And then at night, she will walk next door to her daughter's house and sleep there for the last year. 
Yeah. And then her daughter said, yeah, when you walk in, you feel the presence no matter what time of day. So I'm going to go there and get her story. Oh, my God. I really want to come. Yeah. Um, Now, Jess, you have a question for us. You found a deal on Amazon Prime Day. Yes, I did. And you wanted to purchase it. And Will said, absolutely not. And you need, we have to vote. And then you can purchase it because Trina and I are more important than Will. Yes. Okay. So tell everybody what. what um, I know you all, you guys are all going to think that I'm like crazy. And I, I know, <laughs> listen, I listened to Ghosts in the Burbs, which is, um, Lindsay has listened to it a lot, multiple times too. And I know Liz, who hosts Ghosts in the Burbs, would say absolutely not also. Um, so Amazon Prime Day is, is the last day today as we're recording. Um, and right now the Ouija board is on sale from Hasbro, Hasbro Games for $13 instead of $22. Yes. Um, and I saw that today and I said, oh, I don't have that game. Who wants a sale on a gateway to hell? Yeah. <laughs> Come so, on. So what did Will say? Like, what? By Hasbro. I yeah. just mentioned it to, I saw it this morning and I just put it in my cart, but I didn't press buy. Um, and I just mentioned it to Will this morning before he started work. And I said, Hey, babe. I said, uh, the Ouija board's on sale for $13. Can I get it? And he said, no. <laughs> what the hell? Puck no. I said, um, okay. I said, well, I'll just ask Lindsay later today because we're recording. He said, Lindsay doesn't live here. <laughs> so she asked me and I was immediately like, no, absolutely not. Like you were just invited. You have to do like protection spells before. Blah, blah, blah. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, um, I could really use a story for <laughs> the new podcast. It was like absolutely hit by right now. I mean, you do live in an apartment complex that's been around for a long time. Yeah. And there's a lot of residents who have lived there like as a retirement community. So I know. And I actually found out the story about how the apartment complex was built. Oh, I see. I don't know if I want to know about all that. I used to live there for like four years. I know. <laughs> yes. And um, then again, I'm like, I do want to know about this. <laughs> And I don't know what tickles your fancy, but as I was doing some research last weekend on Mm -hmm. my um, ghost story podcast, there are a lot of people, a lot of women who have had affairs with ghosts. Oh. I don't think that's cheating. Oh, you don't think that's cheating? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that there was like a whole thing about uh, one of those holiday movies (laughs) where someone like has an affair. Not affair. She has a relationship with a ghost. There's the ghost in Mrs. Murr, which is like a movie from like the 1940s with Rex Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it it could come handy in a variety of aspects. Oh, a variety of aspects. So I say yes. Trina? I'm going with no. I'm going, I'm going, I'm siding with Will on this only Aww. because I do feel like it, you know, you invite things into your home. And that's been a weird thing for me because like, as she had said, like our podcast and doing this, I listen to these podcasts over and over again, these stories uh, as I'm editing them. And I'm usually doing it late at night after my son goes to sleep. So it's like from like nine to midnight is my average time for like editing these things. And Ugh. I'm listening to a ghost story over and over again before I go to sleep. So Basically, I have spent like the last like few weeks since this podcast came out dreaming about these stories. <laughs> what are you going to do about the poltergeist house? That does like yeah. that sounds terrifying. I don't know about that one. I'm I'm like you know do you want to outsource go, you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lindsay wants you to have the firsthand no, knowledge. I think the fact that I have to like listen to it over and over and over again and then edit it and then I'm like, man, if I edit out something that like, the ghost doesn't like, are they going to be mad at me? <laughs> well, yeah. So l- listen, like uh, everything sounds really terrifying. 
I do have a question about the animal screaming. Have you gone and checked on the ghosts? I mean, Jesus. The ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts. Have you gone and checked on the goat neighbor? Uh, the goats are there still. I don't know how many there were. Do, do they make that sort of screaming I've noise? I've never heard that noise. They um, do make loud noises because I asked that actually the first night okay. too. I was like, could it be the goats? So if they, they've never made this noise where I've heard it before and we've lived there for almost three years. Well, haven't you ever seen the Taylor Swift goat screaming video? They, they do no. that screaming video, but yeah, or not go, video, where they but go, they do that Whoa! screaming. <laughs> yeah, they do sound like, they can be different pitches too. So it can sound like a, female or it can be a male but it, it is random that she's never heard it before it could just be timing or I it could agree. be seasonal like they they might do it more. october well i mean like they just might when it gets cold out they might be like their thing that they yell more or something i don't know so but then why as soon as my husband walked outside it stopped completely. i mean i agree it's it's a it's a weird thing i'm just trying yeah. to be a, a little logical and then why didn't it pick it up on the ring camera because it was loud I mean that's really weird too. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying weird. this is all. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it didn't happen and it's not weird. I'm just trying to throw out all possibilities. <laughs> yeah. No. I, and and I've thought of all of these. And um, of course, my husband's like, you know, the guy who used the Ouija board alone is like, oh, you're just like overthinking it. Like you've just scared yourself. Da 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 da. You're just blowing it out of proportion. I'm like, I know what I heard. Like I'm not saying that it's it's not a ghost or it's not something I'm just saying it was weird see that's why I don't need the Ouija board because then I'd be like Jay and use it alone because nobody else would use it with me <laughs> I would not use it with <laughs> because, you and Will would not use it with me uh-uh. so it would just be me now you said you also listen to ghosts in, in the burbs and they said don't to, oh they- there's all kinds of bad things that happen to people who use Ouija boards on ghosts in the burbs and then who don't close the board yes okay. you have to do perspective like, there's a lot of things you have to do before and after to keep yourself protected. I'm pretty sure we never did any of those things when I was a kid and used Ouija boards. So, I probably just have, like, spooks around me at all times. Um, um, but I also was never, like, the one, like, in charge of it. It was always, like, someone else who had it. I, like, I don't think we ever owned a Ouija board. It was, like, we'd go to someone's house and they'd have it. And- uh, that, that can still happen whether or not it's yours or not. Well, well and here's the deal. Like, yes, it's a game, right? And mm-hmm. probably 99 times out of 100... It's a game. Nothing happens. But all it takes is that one time. That's true. Well, sounds like you're doing drugs. We, uh, <laughs> all it takes that one time. Um, yep. Well, you know, you're going to, you're hearing it for, here first. We do have a story eventually coming out that has a little something to do with a Ouija board. Yep. So just saying, just saying, even we've got a story. It didn't take very long to get one. <laughs> see, see. So, what happens that's what happens yeah yep so um anyway so we'll keep you guys updated as we go through the spooky season maybe after to see you know you're gonna get a poltergeist attached oh my god don't say that she might already have one in her house it's living in her daughter's closet (laughs) well i'm red you know that's a that's a red monster she's about to get a poltergeist attached and then he'll have a buddy (laughs) then you have a ghost party all up in your house that's what she's yeah. gonna do for Halloween. She's gonna have a ghost party and go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were all invited. That's right. Oh man. All righty, guys. It is time for treat of the week. Treat yourself. Treat treat. All right. What you guys got? What are you treating yourself to this week? Um, I've got. I, I think it's actually a treat that I've had. Um. In, in the past, but it's it's happening again because 
Shit's Creek has finally put out its last season on Netflix, and we have been like catching up on all those shows that we were waiting for that final season to come out. So I'm so excited. We're gonna binge watch all of Shit's Creek again this week, and then we're gonna watch the final season because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we just did that and finished up The Good Place. Um, yeah. The last season was really, really, really good. the The whole series is really good. The last episode though is like a bit deep. Oh. Don't watch it right before you go to bed. Because <laughs> oh, again, gives you some weird thoughts for the next like two or three days. It's one of those ones that sits with you. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm slowly making myself through. I'm slowly making my way through that. I like when I was going to the gym. I was like really going through that, but then I kind of stopped. But I'm. Um, I did that one one point, and then we stopped, and we had to start over from the beginning when yeah. we sat out for like a year and didn't watch any of it, and then the series ended. So we caught up all the way to the last season. We just watched the last season. Okay. We were able to watch it in like three days. Yeah, I feel like yeah. now now that it's all out, I think I'll yeah. Go through. It is one of those ones I want to go back through and watch again because there were so many twists and turns in that. It's such a neat thing on ethical dilemmas yeah. and yeah, um, it's been praised for that. It's actually, I mean, even if you're not a religious person, it's like such a neat concept of like mm-hmm. how the show is. And I think they ended it on a very interesting note. Okay, so, okay. Um, but yeah, so. If you haven't seen that, go watch The Good Place. Um, but also, I'm excited about Shit's Creek because that show is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, what about you, Jess? Um, well, I'm just going to keep on with the Halloween um, theme. Um, so, we, Will and I, uh, have been making our way through every Friday the 13th movie ever oh, made. Oh, nice. Um, he bought from Scream Factory, which is, I guess, kind of like a little indie movie production company that puts out all kinds of random horror box movie sets and um, movies that maybe you didn't even know about, but they put out kind of like box specials and stuff. Um, So he got like the 4K special edition of every Friday the 13th movie ever. Um, So we started on Sunday when it was kind of a rainy day. Mm -hmm. We started with Friday the 13th, the 2009 version, just because that was kind of, we just wanted to start with that one, which I'd never seen. Um, and then we went back to the first Friday the 13th. Nice. So we watched four of them on Sunday, and then we watched two of them on Monday, and we then we took a break last night and tonight. Um, but we've been watching them and putting together a Halloween puzzle, um, and it's just been really, like, a delightful thing. Um, and it's just been really interesting to see how many of the movies, like, kind of there's always like the final girl, usually. Yes. Um, except in the third one, there's a final girl and her brother. <laughs> and then the in the fourth one, a new beginning, the brother like kind of um mind melds with the ghost of Jason. Like oh. I didn't realize all of this about Friday the thirteenth. So it's just been really interesting to see the, all the nuances and to see all the different ways that Jason likes to kill people. Is it still as scary as when you were a kid or is it more campy now that you're an adult? No, it's I like didn't see all the Friday the thirteenth movies. Okay. I really only saw the first one and the second one. So like yeah, there's still all these like jump scares and stuff like that mm-hmm. so like it's really highly enjoyable nice yeah i was gonna nice. say that you said something in that that made me think about one of my like random favorite like campy halloween horror movies that's called the final girls oh she made us watch it, it was yeah oh, it's actually really really good but it's like it's it's 
kind of like around the concept of the, the final, final girl. girl. Yeah. Um, Which I think that maybe that's what Friday the 13th, I mean, I guess a lot of horror movies did that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's this is one of the horror franchises that did the final girl. Yeah. Well, if you if you want something campy, but still kind of a horror flick, watch that too. It's just okay. called The Final Girl. It's, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Yeah. And, and also I'd like to point out the hockey mask does not show up until the third movie. Oh. Hmm. Okay. All righty. So... Good yeah. to know. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. All right, Lindsay. Okay. So I have two, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's okay because they're both spooky. That's fine. All right. So the first one is going to probably be a no-brainer. I have a new spooky podcast I'm binging. Yeah. Okay. It is called Scared to Death. Mm. Okay. Okay. And they have two hosts, and there's a guy named Dave and his wife, Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Dave, um, he has, like, his profession is like comedian and he has a couple different podcasts and um, he has one called time warp that I haven't listened to, but I'm pretty sure like he takes things that are supposedly supernatural and pokes holes in them. Right. But mm-hmm. this one is, is not that right. This is just like a spooky tales. So he will tell like two spooky stories um, that are supposedly true. And then she will read two listener stories and they essentially try to freak each other out. Oh, okay. So their dynamic is really cute. Um, they cuss a lot, which I enjoy. And um, <laughs> Wait, st- you cuss? Yes. <laughs> uh, the stories are really, really creepy. Like I was um, in the car before coming in because I needed to hear uh, the ending of the story where this they essentially had an exorcism for pretty much 30 years over a woman. It's the longest exorcism in history. It's the most recorded. It's the most, like, it's crazy, y'all. For 30 years? 30 wow. years. She, she stayed at a convent, and they continually, yeah. So, it's a, it's a definitely a great spooky podcast. Um, they do it all year. Um, so, you, get, you really get, like, four stories every episode. It's about an hour long. But, again, their dynamic is great. I went to the beginning and listened so, you know, I'm still, I think I'm in like episode number 15 or 16. So definitely a great one if you guys want like spooky podcast and you've already binged hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your other one? Okay. You guys are going to laugh at this. Mm-hmm. There is an app on your phone uh-huh. and it is called Ghost Radar. Oh, I'm sorry. What? what? Ghost Radar. <laughs> and it's already on our phones? No. <laughs> no. So you can download it. Um, and so somebody at work who I collected her story, um, she's like, do you have this app? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you know, have you watched those reality like ghost hunting shows? Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like all the radars and the fancy equipment they have. Yeah. Well, essentially, it's like a mini version of that. So it has a radar and it'll kind of show you if there are any different frequencies, mm-hmm. like, in the area. And also, it can pick up words. What? Yeah, and so it'll, like, it'll, like, scroll across. And you can set your radar for different things. Anyway, um, I don't know how real it is or if it's just, like, a fun thing. But it might be, like, a good little fun thing for the spooky season. Its rating is 3.3 out of 5. And it has 55 reviews. So, might be worth kind of checking out, especially. I might check that out. I'm yeah. Down. You know. Huh. So, those are my 
treats. Maybe I can try to use it to talk to the ghost that keeps turning off the lights and turning on the fan in my office, which happened no less than 10 times today. Is that why you want the Ouija board? Yeah. I got (laughs) to see if there's somebody, if there's somebody or something that's messing with the lights and the fan in my office because it was very annoying today while I was trying to get shit done. Well, it's just not going to be like anything like that. You're just going to find out it's the guy upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is, and that's fine, but I'd like to know one way or another. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met your upstairs neighbor and like grilled them about this? <laughs> it's a sweet old little lady who's lived there for 20 years. I don't think she's doing it. Aww. All right. Our neighbors, when we lived there, had also lived above us for like, well, not above us, but above in that apartment for like 20 years, but... Uh, hey, you know, old people sometimes. <laughs> I don't think she's doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But alrighty, guys, it is time for our favorite part of the show. Drink about it. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> We need a theme song for that little part. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. a little jingle. <laughs> yeah, I'll sing it, guys. Don't worry. Um. Okay. All right. Well, good or bad. We want to know what you are drinking about this week, if it's been worthy or celebratory. So. So before we get started, last episode, my drink about it was a marshmallow pillow. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. And both of you went out and bought one. So I want to hear what you guys think. Um, Yes, I went out immediately after we finished recording to the Kroger down the street. And bought it within half an hour. And I think you got the same ones. Yeah, I was going to say, you got the cat, cat. right? Yep. Uh, (laughs) I had to dig for mine. Because, like, when you went, like, I don't know if you had to dig through to find it. But, like, I, like, dug through and I was like, there's no cats left in here. I was like, there's, like... I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go with, like, the turkey or something so it'll last longer on my couch through the season. And I was like, what if I love it? Then I'm going to have a turkey on my couch all year. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, there was one final marshmallow cat in the bottom of the entire box i was like head first like dove, diving in oh there. my god so thought like is it like what is it like is it worth it is it okay first of all i agree uh, with you calling it a mushmallow pillow because it is like what you would picture as like a giant marshmallow yes. pillow yes it's it's so soft yeah it's, and it's amazing somehow like when you like put your like hand in it or your face in it or where whatever you're laying what body part you're laying on it like it it just displaces perfectly to like cradle you it does um and mine's kind of has a permanent home in this one in the corner of the couch that i sit on because i kind of get my back into it and that's kind of it that's how i just sit now and it so it just kind of cradles me while I like sit there in color while we're watching a movie or while I'm just on my phone while we're doing something or while I, so mine's just kind of like a offer support or sometimes I'll like put my head on it and lay on it and put my feet in Will's lap and like that. It's just like a part of the couch now. Oh yeah. See, we have, um, my husband and I both have one in the bed that we sleep on and then we have a giant one that's a reindeer we got last christmas down on the couch as well as a little mickey mouse one that's about our size a vintage mickey mouse walgreens thank you anyway so yeah they're um amazing you should all buy one and it was really nice because when i went uh to look for them because you made it sound so enticing it was on sale um which just made it even better hell yeah yeah i think i got mine like a day or two later so it was still on sale luckily but um like I said, slim pickings at that point. Yeah. So um, if you see one you like, 
get it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so that you don't miss out the opportunity. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it. And I do recommend getting the biggest one that you can find. Yes. Like, little pillow ain't going to do no, no. nothing for you. But that big, I think it's it was considered the 16 inch. Yeah. Um, it was like, yeah. They come in a variety of sizes. Small. Yeah. And bigger. Yeah, because yeah. I saw some smaller ones yesterday when I was at the store. But, like, definitely at Christmas, I'm probably going to see what else they have. But, like, the cat ones, I definitely got that because I was like, I can use this cat year-round. Yeah, that's yep. what I went for as well. We'll have a witch, and I can also use that year-round. <laughs> use the reindeer year-round, so, <laughs> There yeah. you go. <laughs> what if? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All righty. <clears throat> well, what else are we uh, drinking about? This week. Uh, Jess, you want to go first? Yeah. So I'm drinking because right now uh, the fall weather is uh, pretty much perfect. Well, except for during the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm, Okay. Sorry. The evening fall weather (laughs) is perfect uh, because today it was 80, which I guess is just typical Tennessee weather. (sighs) Um, But pretty much at night, it's it's perfect sleeping fall weather. Uh, We slept with kind of our door open and uh like we popped the fan into the door for a little bit to get our bedroom cool and it was cool within like 60 seconds nice and so then just the bedroom was like the ultimate sleeping weather the sheets were cool we had a nice light blanket on top and it was just like i was asleep in like two minutes nice um and i know this is only going to last for like maybe two weeks and then it's going to be too cold and yeah, but it's like just ultimate fall weather, except for the 80 degrees that pops up. But like the <laughs> leaves are turning yep. and it's like nice cool nights and I'm just drinking about it like that ultimate time before it goes bad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm drinking too. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one to drink too. Yeah. I've been nice. talking with some of my family down in Florida and they're all like, oh, it's so hot. And I'm like, it's wonderful here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else I could say about that. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, uh, what about you, Lindsay? <gasps> so, as I mentioned before, we got a new puppy. Yay. Yep. Um, so, his name is Obi Pup Kenobi. Oh, my God. And he um, is supposed to be an Aussie doodle, which is an Australian shepherd and poodle mixed uh like a standard size poodle is hypoallergenic um we were around someone this weekend who is in the dog industry and she thinks he's a labradoodle which is also fine because mm-hmm. um that's also hypoallergenic but he's a little black puppy he's got little white spots on him and he's the most precious thing he's so chill and he sleeps on my head every night oh yeah rory loves him they play tag and hide and seek Oh. And he, he's like in the chewy stage. And he almost bit Jay's ear off and it bled. <gasps> that wasn't good. But um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Obi. All right, Trina. What about you? Um, well, so I have, uh, <laughs> I have a vent-worthy one and then a little celebratory little note. <laughs> vent-worthy is that the uh, I've been trying to avoid all of the political uh. nonsense of the world. Just because it just seems that with all of that stuff floating around it's like it's bringing my mood down and so um yeah just trying to find avoidance that's how's that going yeah um i've been avoiding social media a little bit more just because well i mostly get on it only to keep up with people in the beginning like it mostly anyways like i just 
I avoid even looking through the main feed just because of the fact that people post so much on there and from all sides. I'm all for democracy. Everyone can have their own beliefs, but there's people who get really insulting with it. And, and that again, goes on both sides. I, I, I don't like that kind of stuff. It just gets into nastiness. Mm -hmm. So um, or ignorance. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. That's the big one. It's like, it's like, it's making, it's skewing my view of people that I genuinely like in person. Um, and I think are good people, but then I see them post things that are just so flawed and wrong. And I'm just like, Oh, why don't, no, don't do yeah. it. Don't, don't do it. I still want to like you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and usually I do if I, avoid their posts on social media so so yeah. i've been avoiding that and just trying to keep you know head down and just i'm glad people are out voting right now and that's all i can say about that is like go vote yeah go i saw vote. a couple of lines today like to go voting and they were nice and distant mm-hmm. and there was a huge line so that's good right that is very oh, yes. positive. It's, it's great that there are lots of uh people out voting uh, it's not great that the lines are long. I it's guess. not great that they're long, but I think part of it is that they're long because people have actually been socially distancing. Yeah. Um, most, of the, most of the pictures that I saw, because I mean, I do want to encourage people if they are getting out and doing early voting, like make a plan, go out. Yeah, but, yeah um, for sure. There have been a lot of people posting positive things about that. Like, yes, it's a long line. But it moves fairly quickly. Yep. Um, and that's because it looks deceiving because right. they're at least in most of the pictures I saw, people were at least at minimum three feet apart. That's but good. a lot of them were at least six feet apart. And and staying their distance, people were wearing their masks. Good. So, I mean, I'm proud of people for doing that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so great. So, I mean, that's right. Get out there, exercise your vote, uh, your right to vote. And yeah. Awesome. But. Uh, the celebratory is that we have a new gym in our house. Yeah, you do. Yay. It's, and it's in our haunted basement. I was about to say, and it's haunted. <laughs> it's not haunted, but, um, it is, uh, downstairs in our basement, but we had, um, with this year and all the changes that have occurred, we've realized that we're not really like doing certain kind of recording down there. And so we have this big open space in this one room. And there's no windows, so it's kind of like, what do you do at this room? We also have, for some weird reason, a collection of, like, gym equipment that, like, we've just collected over the years, thinking maybe one day we'll have a space to put this out. So a friend of mine that I used to work with gave us a treadmill, like, when she moved. Oh. So it's an older treadmill, so it's not, like, the fanciest top of the line, but it's a treadmill that works. Uh, yeah. Um, we've got, like, a little exercise bike that's got, like, the arm movie things. And oh, my little God. Fan. So you have a full gym got there. A, you know, we got a, a treadmill. We've got our exercise bike. We've got a punching bag that we're getting ready to move down there. Um, and for, thanks to Amazon Prime um, and the Prime Days, we just got us um, a really good deal on a, a TV that we can put down there and mount up. Because uh, the one we had in there was really, really old. Um, and it has built-in um, smart technology with the Fire Stick. Ooh. So we can do all of our like exercise oh shows. Oh my God, that sounds so nice. Or like stream TV and like walk on the treadmill when it gets cold. And um, so, yeah, we haven't really gotten to use it that much yet just because we just got it set up. But um, I'm excited about that because we are running out of excuses to be slobs. Oh. <laughs> so, I still have plenty of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting that it just kind of came together. One day, Marshall was just like, hey, we've got all this stuff in the space. And I was like, well, yeah, let's let's do that. <laughs> so we have a gym set up now. 
I'm excited Yay. about it. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. All righty. Well, if you have any drink about it, listeners, be sure to submit them to us. You can hit us up on all of our socials. Um, just DM us or go online to our website, theschampagneway.com, and you can submit um, a drink about it on there as well, and it will go to our inbox. So please do that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with champagne mm-hmm. shoutouts. If you'd like to shout out to anyone, uh, feel free to send that our way if you got recommendations we're always open to new ideas yes we are for sure thanks for listening guys Yay. yeah cheers. Cheers cheers, cheers 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 if you would like to follow Lindsay online you can do so at the Prosecco Prosecutor and if you would like to follow Jess online you can do so at Hockey Tonk Bell B-E-L-L-E and to follow me online it is at Tree Tree Trina that's T-R-I-T-R-I-T-R-I-N-A and of course to follow us just look us up at The Champagne Way and check out our Champagners group on Facebook yes and our new podcast I scared you yes check that out it is on all podcasting platforms and who knows? There might be a poltergeist attached. I mean, yeah. Yep. To, to Jessica. But mm-hmm. stay tuned. <laughs> see if I get a Ouija board. It could happen. <laughs> That's right. Stay tuned. I'm excited. She could be our next interviewee. Yeah. See if I uh, press that button for Amazon Prime. Just a few hours left. I might do it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.